Arthur Brown Mysteries. Adventures in excitement and suspense, based on the best-selling novels by the slick storytelling sensation, Carter Brown. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Carter Brown with another of my stories for you. There's drama and suspense in the scream of a jet plane through the blue. There's more drama and suspense when the plane crashes and no one knows why. That's the basis for my book, High Sky Hoodoo, the story of Whitney Kent, jet pilot and war hero whom everyone calls a jinx. And here he is to tell you about it. great to be back, to be standing in the sunlight with the sight and sound and smell of aircraft all around. Ahead of me I could see the lean, lethal lines of the F-92K, Kent Aircraft's jet fighter. Beside me I could see the lean, lovely lines of Sue Pearson, Kent Aircraft's secretary. Now, that is my old man's secretary, and he is Kent Aircraft. As the pilot, Hank Jordan, lit the torch and the twin gents built up, Sue Pearson turned to me. What are you going to do now you're back, Whitney? I've made a resolution to get to know some of the people who work here better. You know, see as much of them as possible. <laughs> Lose that look in your eyes when you say that, Whitney. You make me feel like a bargain in the slave market. What's going on here this morning? Uh, this is this a test flight? In a way. He's moving. It's off the ground. There he goes. You sound awfully tense, Sue, for a routine test flight. It's not a routine job. Where have you been the last six months, Whitney? Haven't you been reading the papers? I've been too busy selling that fighter, remember? I come home with orders for the factory's entire output for the next two years. Not a bad effort, huh? Not bad. Just wasted. What? Didn't you know that all F-92Ks have been grounded for the last six months? Grounded? Oh, didn't your father tell you? I saw the great Chuck Kent for exactly five minutes yesterday. He said hello, and he was busy, and he'd talk to me today. You know how well we get on. Whose fault is that? Skip that. I want to know about this grounding. Why? What happened? The Air Force took delivery of a dozen. Five crashed in one week. Five men killed. What went wrong with them? No one knows. They think it's got a jinx. And what's that one doing up near now? Gene Latimer and his boys went over with a fine micrometer or something. They worked on it for six weeks. They say it's perfect. We're finding out now if they're right. That explains the little huddle over there. The old man, Latimer, Jim Berg. Jim's been guarding the hangar as if it were made of rubies, using every trick he ever learnt in the FBI. And the fourth guy would be the Air Force Observer, right? Yes, Colonel Creston. Well, let's go over and join them. I... I don't think that'd be a good idea, Whitney. Why not? Well, I told you they think it's got a jinx, and... And they figure the jinx is me? You crashed the very first F-92K, didn't you? And you were lucky. You walked away from it. I didn't walk away. I was ejected away. But you're around now. Five other pilots aren't. Of all the... I'm not the first guy to bend a plane on a test flight. Since when was it a test flight? You were higher than a kite, Whitney, and you know it. So I'd been drinking. I'd like to know just how many guys in Korea flew down Mig Alley without ever having an alcoholic blood count. So that's the way heroes are made. Is that how you collected your ten MiGs? Stew to the gills? Sure. I was always plastered. That's how I got ten. 
It was really only five, but I was seeing double. Witty Whitney. Jordan! Jordan, answer me! Is anything wrong? Something's happened. That's Gene Latimer on the VHF. Jordan! Answer me! What's happened? It's nothing, Sue. Jordan's radio's packed up. That can happen any time and often does. Adam is feeling the strain, that's all. He's all tensed up, I guess, and... There's the boom! Yeah. Jordan's gone through the sound barrier. He must be diving to do that. The F-92K's not fast enough to crack the barrier at level flight. Can you see him? No, I can hear him, though. There he is! Latimer's has seen him! I have two, and he's... Get on! Get on, everybody! He's going to crash! The wings! They're coming off! He'll hit any second! Come in, Whitney. We've been waiting for you. Case of let's all gather around the conference table, huh? That's right. You know Gene Latimer, of course. So these two gentlemen have been new to you. Milton Moore. How do you do? And Owen Hallmeyer. Hello. They've recently joined me, Whitney, as fellow directors of the company. Now, what we're here for is to find out what's wrong with the F-92K. The Air Force recognizes it as a good fighter. They'll buy it, but without any bugs in it. I've talked to Colonel Creston, and his suggestion affects you, Gene. He admits you're a brilliant designer, but he thinks maybe the fault is some little thing that you may have been too close to to pick up. In other words, an engineering mistake. Hasn't the good colonel thought of sabotage? Sabotage with the other five, too? In places that range from Las Alamos to Detroit? Why not? I checked that plane nut by boat. There was nothing wrong with it. What else could it be but sabotage? And I'm looking right at the man I think's responsible for it. Meaning me, Gene? Meaning you, Whitney. You crashed the first one, set us back months. What did you do to it this time? Now, hold on there, Gene. I questioned Jim Berg, our plant security man, about that. He put seals on the hangar and had guards watching it all night. Hey, Chuck, if I can interrupt right here. Sure, Milton, go ahead. Accusations and suppositions will get us nowhere. Then I say let's call in the police. Uh, no, Mr. Latimer. In my opinion, that would be fatal. It would completely destroy confidence in Kent aircraft. Now, Mr. Hallmeyer and I, as co-directors with Mr. Kent, are concerned with facts. Sure are. And with profits. We're not in this for sentimental reasons. And facts are just what we haven't got at the moment. Now, immediately I heard of the five crashes out of the dozen planes the Air Force took, I embarked on a certain course of action. I called in the Blue Circle Detective Agency from Los Angeles. They have a fine reputation, and I asked them to conduct an investigation. Without discussing it with Owen or myself? Yes. I thought I was justified. And in view of this morning's tragedy, I think I was right. But, of course, I'll abide by my co-director's decision before going any further. Well, I guess it sounds all right to me. I say go ahead. What do you think, Owen? It's a bad business altogether. The sooner we find out, the better, and there's not much use having the police snooping around if there isn't any sabotage. It'd be the very worst kind of publicity. I'm glad you agree with me. Meanwhile, Mr. Latimer, you will, of course, to devote your attention to checking on Colonel Creston's idea. Yes, I'll go over the next one personally, even though I think it's a waste of time. The boys around the factory say there's a jinx on the F-92K, and for my money, that jinx is our war hero here. I've had about enough, Latimer. You're accusing me of murder. Murder? Sure. If that plane was sabotaged, then whoever did it killed the pilot, Hank Jordan, as surely as if they put a knife in his heart. I... I didn't... No, you didn't think of that. Maybe next time you use your brains before your mouth. I think I'll be moving along, gentlemen. Nobody needs a salesman right now, I take it? No... You can go, Whitney. I, uh, 
Thought I'd move out of the hotel into the old beach house if you're not using it, Chuck. Yeah, sure. Come up to the house for dinner tonight. Well, I... you'll be welcome. Okay, I'll see you then. So long, everybody. I headed for my hotel to pack my stuff and to move it out to the beach house. On the way over, I wondered about the two new directors, Moore and Hallmeyer. What were they doing in the setup? Chuck hadn't said anything to me about them before. But then the old man and I hadn't been all that close. When I opened my hotel room door, I got a surprise. It had an occupant who was busily going through my suitcases. What's this? Government census? How many pairs of socks does the man back from Europe carry? You're Whitney Kent? Check. Who might you be? My name's Slade. I'm with the Blue Circle Detective Agency. And what are you doing here? Checking. Oh? On whose orders? My boss, Mr. Van Eck. And who gave Mr. Van Eck his orders? That I was to be included in the investigation of Kent Aircraft. The new director, Mr. Milton Moore? Look, I'm just doing a job. The wrong job, Mr. Slade. Out. Now, wait a minute. I said out, and I read it. <laughs> We're a hard-headed clan, the Kents, and we use our heads right in the other guy's solar plexus. That's the Kent guided missile known in barroom fights from Tokyo to Pusan, Mr. Slade. You... <coughs> Don't move. Get your breath back, and I'll get my cases and go. I was leaving anyway. Glad you came with me. So am I, since you asked Sue as well. I didn't realize your confidential secretary was that confidential. Whitney can't of all. Don't the... take any notice of him, Sue. I'll do better. I'll take an axe to him. <laughs> hey, how was Europe, Whitney? Fine. In Paris, there was Fifi, chic and shapely and using such an expensive perfume. In Belgium, there was Fifi, still using that perfume. In London, there was Margaret. What happened to Fifi in London? Can't you guess? She ran out of perfume. You've always got the smart answers, haven't you? I wonder why. Defense mechanism, Chuck. It's a long time since I had to talk to you, son. I tried to, anyway. Grew up too quick for me, I guess. I never had time to get away from the plant, and then when I did, you were in Korea. It doesn't matter. It was tough enough being Chuck Kent's son while you weren't around. If you'd been around, it only made it tougher. I never knew it was as bad as that. Well, we both had it tough, I guess. You lost a wife, the mother I never had. It's old history, Chuck. Let's skip it. Uh, how long have you had these guys Moore and Holmeyer in with you? I had to bring them in, Whitney. Expansion was too rapid. I needed capital, and they had it. That Moore seems like a smart guy. He is. He was with Ace Aero Corporation before he came in with me. Built them up out of almost nothing. Holmeyer's a Texan. Oil money. Likes to speculate. This experience might change his mind. And how about me? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm back, having sold a lot of planes we can't deliver right now. So what next? You mean, what are you going to do? Just that. Well, you've been working hard over there. Take a rest, Whitney. Three weeks vacation at least. We will talk about it after that. Thanks, Chuck. That's all I wanted to know. Oh, what's that supposed to mean? I couldn't help wondering if you've subscribed to Gene Latimer's theory that I'm responsible for sabotaging the F-92K. Now, wait a minute. Obviously you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't have suggested that vacation for me. Whitney, you're wrong. I don't think so, Sue. You don't mind if I don't stay for dinner, Chuck? It'd choke me. I'll leave you with one statement. 
I'm going to find out what's wrong with the F-92K if it's the last thing I do. Thank <laughs> you.